sweet pretty things on Vietnam course The city fathers they're trying to endorse The reincarnation of Paul Revere's horse But the town has no need to be nervous The ghost of Belle Star, she hands down her wits To Jezebel and Nun, she violently knits A bald wig for Jack the Ripper Who sits at the head of the Chamber of Commerce Mama's in a factory, she ain't got no shoes Daddy's in the alley, he's looking for food I'm in the kitchen where the tombstone blues Hello and welcome to the 21st episode of Fourth Time Round. Almost on schedule, uh, but definitely ahead of the month-long hiatus that we took. Uh, I, as always, am your co-host, Ross Everett Olsaver. To the left, on the internet, hailing all the way from Brooklyn, New York, Michael Mayella. Mike, how are you, buddy? What up? What up? How is it? Oh, man, it is. It's, um, it's fantastic. It is springtime. Awesome. All right. Now, on the right side of the, of the internet, we have uh, Gregory Clyde Wolf the second hailing all the way from Irving, Texas. Greg, how are you, buddy? Good, sir. Good. Things all right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we got springtime uh, in the air. Favorite part of spring, Craig? Go ahead. Uh, Mayflowers. Nice. Mike, favorite part of What's spring? The Mayflowers? Um, you know, we're just right off the cuff there. What is it? Um, favorite part of spring is just sun, you know, getting my nice tan back. You never, I've never known you even have a tan. It's golden. What are you talking about? It's, it's I, think, I get a tan. I think that this all has to do with the fact that you just, you just joined uh, one of those internet dating services. And now you're, I, now you're just, now you're, fish, <laughs> now you're fishing by telling people that you're, you're tan. Um, no. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's okay. Look, eHarmony has worked for a lot of people, Mike. Why? You don't have to be defensive about it. That's true. But, I mean, hey, I would say if I were out there. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's, I know. I'm saying it for you. You don't have to. No, I'm taking myself off the market. This yeah. is um, I'm keeping me and my golden tan just for Mikey. All right. <laughs> how selfish. Yeah, how selfish yeah. of you. The world to, is not good enough for this. Yeah, the, right. yeah, the world will never be able to handle, handle such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Paris and the golden apple, and then uh, a little while later it was Mike and his tan. Exactly. You know? so, right, something like that, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna do a first segment. We haven't done it in a while, but it is uh, it is Wingman for those of you playing the home dice board or domino game. Um, this is the one where Greg and Mike ask me questions. Uh, they're at an event. Uh, could be social. Could be uh, exciting, adventurous, uh, romantic, and they need somebody to be their wingman. And uh, and I, I get to choose either Greg or Mike. So, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Greg, you want to start? Sure. Um, okay, as you probably already know, they're rebooting the uh, Spider-Man franchise. What? what? Just hold on, run that by me real quick. Yeah, uh, San Raimi uh, and Sony could not agree on a villain. So instead of you know coming together and agreeing what the villain should be, they decided, oh, I know, let's reboot the whole series again. I know what the villain c- could be of the series, and it's Sam Raimi. <laughs> Get that guy, stop making Spider-Man movies. Well, you just got your wish because they're restarting Spider-Man. He's going to be in a high school. Uh, so, the, so the question is, say that you're hired as the new director. Okay. Uh, right. Who should be Spider-Man, me or Mike? Oh, that is a good question. Um, yeah. I think uh, I think you, Greg, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, because this, this is the perfect – because Peter Parker's story – 
is 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 like that. You know, he he's he's just an average he's an average Greg like guy. Right, and right. He's bitten by a radioactive spider, and suddenly he has all these powers that he didn't he didn't have before. <clears throat> well, I was more thinking like in the acting category as well. You know, oh, I mean, not just... but that's what I'm saying. You can you don't have to act. Oh, I got it. Gotcha. Yeah, you right. can you can nail that that niche right there, and I think uh, <laughs> and I think frankly we we could probably find some way to give you powers as kind of a, a thank you for being well, in the movie. Because I'm a method actor, I would be willing to go through radiation that's what, uh, yeah. experiments <laughs> it's, with spiders. Yeah. And you get right. All right. To see if it would work. How many what's how many radioactive spiders are you willing to let bite you before you say enough? As many as it takes. <laughs> All right. Brando's well, got nothing on me. Yep, well answered. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Greg on that one. Greg one nil. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right, uh, Ross. You know, we just had the Olympics, and um, so this is an Olympics question. We did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're in the Olympics, and you're 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 uh, you're uh, you're a figure skater, and uh, your partner somehow got injured. Yeah. Female partner. Yeah. And uh, what do they call it? Doubles or partners? I don't know what the heck. I'm not really. Yeah. Where no, I, I don't know a whole lot about it. Uh, yeah. Right. And so and so you, you you need someone desperately to to skate in the Olympics. This is your big chance to win gold. And sure. for some reason, uh, Greg and I are the only ones available in the whole world. Uh, <laughs> Did you see the you. movie Blaze Blazing? What is it? <laughs> no, yeah. I haven't. Blaze of yeah. Glory. No, I haven't. No. Okay. But uh, I think it was an old Nintendo game. Blaze of Steel. Never mind. Go ahead. Now, I'm not trying to weird you out or anything. No, this um, isn't. No, this is perfect because I'm. I can tell you instantly. The answer is you, Mike, because right. you're smaller and you're more nimble. That's and, true. Yeah, and I feel that uh, you know, with the throws and the carries, right. uh, that it would be possible. You know, <laughs> and plus you have a tan. Right. That's you, true. Yeah, you have a golden hue that right. um, that I the think like, yeah. that even Russia would go go nine. They just lost after you. Yeah. Yeah. Not ten because they you know they never go ten, but nine point five I think is what they. Cool. Do. All right. Yeah. Like so it. I'm definitely going Mike Mayola. One one. Tied it up. <laughs> okay. Um, now. You know, there's a series on television now called V that okay. is a remake of a 1980s uh, series. Okay, and well, it's about aliens. They eat us, right? Basically, that's the deal. They, they, yeah, they, they, they come food. in peace. Yeah. Uh, whoa, whoa, don't tell me the end of it, though. I haven't seen the old one. I'm watching the remake. Yeah, but they end up needing us for food, right? That's the general idea, right? Somebody, I think so. Because yeah. they're, lizards. they're lizards, aren't they? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, so you are the uh, they start the you are the head of the human resistance. Awesome, awesome. I like this question. <laughs> who, yeah. Who do? Okay, here's the question. Yeah. Do you want to be your right hand lieutenant in the revolution? And oh, who? God, this and is... two, two plus question. Okay. Who who would you choose as your worthy opponent on the alien side? Oh, my nemesis on the on the alien right. side. Right, and if you mind, it could be Mike and Mike or. Greg and Greg, or right. Mike Greg? Right. Well, I'm going to go, first of all, Lieutenant on my side, I mean, it's Greg Wolf. Yeah. Because cause when I say I need an M203, you know, right. northwest 50 meters, you know exactly. Right. Uh, I've been exactly, trained. Yeah, you know exactly where to fire that grenade. and I Extensively feel in yeah. alien fighting. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel good about that. Uh, okay. At least one summer a month, Greg uh, Greg does take the uh, intensive alien fighting course. Yes. Um, in North Which I can't talk about, but. It's very, uh, it is a secret government location somewhere in North Dakota. So, right. Um, but he's good at it. He's very good at what he does. As far as you know. Uh, and when I need to say, uh, you know, we're going to breach that door, Greg's right. a man I can trust. My nemesis is Mike because Mike has always always been my nemesis. Right. Okay. Because right. they say keep your, your you know, your enemies right. 
real close. Right. You know? so you can stab him. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I've done is I sort of like tried to tried to observe Mike and, and see the qualities <laughs> that I admire and wait until he slips up. But I'll tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, he's he's a tricky one. He doesn't well, he doesn't slip up often. Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, how many hairy lizards do you know of? That's exactly. But see, that's why he's so good at what yeah. he does. Because it's you like, never look, see he, it. He can't be a lizard. He's, he's half right. ape. Right. And, and all these aliens appear to be very tall people. Right. And, and Mike is four Mike foot is, three. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's with the new shoes that we all chipped <laughs> in right. for Christmas. The, right. Which would you get a card for? Thanks, Mike. God. Right. Well, yeah. rude. Rude. Yeah, so I mean, I think that I think that once they look at Mike, like, look, he's hairy. Um, at best, he's a Neanderthal. Uh, yes, um, perfect, perfect infiltrator. Yeah, perfect infiltrator. So yeah, right. there you go. Yeah, so well, I guess two, 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 two. Cool. So. All right, uh, should we do another one? One more? Or yeah, go, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got one more. Yeah, go, go more. ahead. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, all right. Uh, this is another, don't take this the wrong way, but okay. You know, healthcare is out there right now, you know, whole healthcare reform thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's say, okay, so, uh, you know, you, you, you're feeling really sick, mm-hmm. but you don't have any health insurance. This has happened. This happened to me just la- just kind of last March, actually. But go ahead, go ahead. Okay, well, and you need someone to uh, examine you and diagnose you. Yeah. Right. Oh, you oh God. Okay. For some reason, you can't really see a real doctor. Who do you trust? Uh, Who has enough medical knowledge? Yeah. To okay. Get to an examination. I don't know what your problem is. Whatever the problem happens to be, I knew a man. Give you a little checkup. I knew a man once named Mark uh, before mm-hmm. he went off into the wilds of the north, <laughs> never to be heard from again. This yeah, man would be perfect for here, but he's not. He's not in the equation. No, uh, but I want him to know. Well, he's a real doctor, though. See, he would actually. We he, think that he is. Yeah, that's what he claims. He allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, he's anyway. He's walking the streets up there, Mike. Yeah. I would never trust you with anything having uh, to do with mm-hmm. the body. See, I don't know. I mean, I want to go Greg because at least Greg, you know, would would learn about it before. I, well, I would go to WebMD. Yeah. And Mike, you know, Mike would make a very good medieval doctor. Yeah. So he, I mean, we already would, covered this like several episodes ago. You right. Would, he would, would yeah. put leeches on me. You try right. to. I would, right. Yeah. To figure out your humors and all that. He'd bring some gemstones and lay them on my feet and tell me that, right. that that's where the the sickness is. <laughs> So I don't. I don't need that. I, I don't right. need well, that. you know, I, so. don't, I don't know. All right. All right. So uh, three, three, two. <laughs> Greg. Yeah. All right, Greg. Finish it off, buddy. All right. Well, you know the constant theme we keep bringing up is that you seem to have lived through many lifetimes. I have. Yeah, that's true. And and uh, see many things. So I've seen a lot. Yeah. This is a historic question. Conscious uh, pilot. Uh, not a very good dinner host. Yeah, he's kind of rude. Washes yeah. his hands a lot of things. Anyway. Yeah. Go um, ahead. So uh, this is a like y'all like you you know Patton believed he sure. was reincarnated. In. No, yeah, I, I mean I've seen him a couple times around the way. Right, you've seen him around. Yeah. Uh, in the movie Patton, uh, he needs to get um, the air. He's the weather is bad, so okay. he can't make his attack without better weather. Okay. And he demands that the local cha- the chaplain in his out in his army write a, a, a weather prayer. Uh huh. And the question is, so your patent in this case, who do you ask to write the weather prayer? Okay, okay. I was I, I was actually present at this incident. Um, right, so you I, were there. I, I right. can tell you who, who actually wrote it, but that, that's less interesting. So right. who, I need someone mystical and yet, you know, still in touch with nature. 
Right. Um, so I need sort of half hoodoo voodoo, but still within the confines of a religious canon. I'm going to go with Mike Mayella. Damn it. Yeah, and here and here's why, because I know that Mike has been has been brainwashed from a very young age um, to uh, to have faith, right, and things and people and yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, exactly. Instead of instead of viewing um, instead of viewing supernatural events uh, with with the eye of a reasonable man, Mike uh, Mike claims that the Yeti and the Wolfman and uh, and right. God and you know they're all they're all out there. So right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go with Mike because I because I believe that he could write one convincingly enough. The trick, the trick, whatever being is up there. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, because I think that Mike believes it. You know. I mean. Right. Uh, uh, as we all know, those of us who have lived with Mike for an extended period of time know that uh, that at least once during the day um, he goes out and does a, some sort of tribal rain dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. where he comes from in Arkansas, uh, there's a lot there's of drought. The, yeah. Necessary for uh, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of drought, so Mike of his little village of uh, uh, in Arkansas, it's in the Ozarks. There, there's about 18 people is the population. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike and Mike has come to be, uh, right? So, and it's not because he's in New York now, so he's not a big deal because just he's a big you know he's a big, big urban jungle now. Yeah, exactly. But back in um, back in Forgotonia, which is uh, the town there in the Ozarks, um, with the 14 people, Mike is a little bit of a shaman. Right. Uh, so I would trust him. Trust okay. him. Okay. Well, three three, I guess. Mike. Yeah. Uh, three three. All right. Give me. Uh, I guess that's uh, that's it. Mike, did you start for? No, Greg, you started first, didn't you? All right. So Mike, yeah. give, me the, give me the tiebreaker here. Um. I don't. Gosh. What am I gonna pull last year? Um. Uh. Which one do I like? Um. I don't know if I've done this one before. Uh. uh sense of professionalism is profound. Yeah. Yeah. So. You should be the. Uh, <laughs> the consistency uh, expert for the show. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, the one I had was um, okay. So you know, Avatar was big. It was. Yeah, I heard a little <laughs> think, bit about I it. I think it was. <laughs> and uh, it was a little movie came out, and I, uh, I think I think it's real. It's based on real events. Right. Uh, and what? you're actually Wait. on. Yeah, true. Okay. The place called Pandora. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh God, we don't have time. But go ahead, Mike. Um, so <laughs> you need—you're a scientist, and you're going into um, one of these Avatar things. Yeah. If you haven't seen the movie Tough, I'm not going to explain it all. Thank you, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's for our listeners out there. I'm not going to. Yeah, no, that's good. Movie, but, I'll, just go, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll go blind. I'll go blind into this. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so you're going to become one of the tall blue people and inhabit them and try to infiltrate their community so that we can kill them someday. Sure. Yeah. Who do you want to <laughs> should join as a fellow scientist to become oh. one of these blue people okay. to be friends? One of us, by the way, will have an affair with one of them. Huh. Not saying who, but the mission is to infiltrate their community so as to one day kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Learn their ways. <laughs> I. I don't. If you want me to set this in a different time, we could say. Uh, substitute uh, the Navi for Native Americans and put this in the 19th century, which is my right. favorite time. We can be cowboys, but what are you? T- <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. No, it's definitely uh, that's a wolf in space. Let's yeah, okay, let's just Dan- keep us tall blue people and all right. Um, uh, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go with you, Mike, because um, sort of as a punishment for for not telling me what this movie is about. <laughs> Uh, oh, 
right? You know, you do, oh, you'll know that I'll never see this this thing. Um, uh, but I think I think uh, I think I mean, Greg, you said scientist, and and we all know that that Greg uh, has spent extensive time at the Sorbonne um, and at, Cam- <laughs> at Cambridge and Oxford, um, right. learning learning all types of a very various methodologies in, in concern of science. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Greg with it, and plus, you know, Greg gets a little action out of the deal. You know? Well, I have to say, though, I'm kind of surprised because uh, between the two of us, I find Mike to be the more uh, romantic uh, one between I us. I find Mike to be an idiot. Oh, thank you. And I think that I would <laughs> – like, like, I could go in. I could go in there ready to, to betray these people. Yeah. And I, the problem is I think I could complete the mission and destroy the native people. But because I think Mike – have no heart. Right. And yeah. because I think – but the thing is I think Mike would be more likely to fall in love with the native princess. Oh, I would. I'd be all over that, yeah. Right, and then fight – fight the humans afterwards so because, oh, yeah but only because mike i mean yeah but that's exactly why i'm denying him this privilege oh, okay is this because mike's ran out of you know normal human women so he's yeah exactly like i'm one? not gonna start not you know selling them off to to people on other planets just yet that's terrible right okay and what was, right, well, yeah I mean, I, can you imagine if, i mean much less inflicting uh you upon a, a human woman but upon you know a super you know come on can't do it yeah. there are plenty of Women, humans that we love this. <laughs> so, ladies, you know, come on, the women out there who have met me, they right, no question, it's right, right. All right, well, good, well, good. I think that Greg, Greg has won four to four to three before we tread the road of to madness. Yes, um, yeah, Greg, the Greg, thanks, thanks everybody for playing Wingman. Uh, we're gonna go into a second segment we haven't done in a while, but we always like it. Uh, it's from Mike Mail. It's called "I'm a Walking Here." Uh, right. Well, uh, this happened to me a little while back. Basically, uh, Mike's, Mike tells us about a little adventure he had while yeah. on a walk in Brooklyn. Right. Yeah. right. I walked around a lot. Um, it's good exercise, and I get fresh air. Yeah, and that yeah. helps the loneliness. And it you meet many interesting people. Yeah. I meet interesting people. I have little adventures. Sure. Um... Um, so this happened a little while back. I was actually, uh, well, this is sort of a two-part short story. This actually has kind of a beginning, middle, end, unlike most of my. All right, great. I'm excited. It's like a real story. Um, yeah, it's like you prepared. So, I'm excited. So, the first, so yeah. the first part, this is just sort of a sidebar. Um, so the other day I'm walking up to my car. You know, I drive a little Honda Odyssey mm-hmm. around here. Yes, it's technically a minivan, whatever. It's definitely and I, a minivan. Yeah, I've read Right, well, yeah. it's debatable. And I walked up to it, and there's um, something weird on my car door that um, – and, and I get closer, and it's on the hood of my car. And I, to this day, I don't know what it is. It looked like half of a grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> <laughs> that had been smeared on, pushed onto the – and I don't know who walked by eating a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> and said, so that and door thought, needs – Oh, look at this. And look at this thought, minivan. Oh, yeah, yeah, this needs some cheese on it. It happened during the night because um, I found it in the morning with this – I don't know what it was because grilled cheese sandwich shouldn't stick on a <laughs> no, yeah, stick yeah, on the true. roof like that. And yeah. it didn't come off. I drove it around for like a week. I wasn't going to touch it. It was on <laughs> I still don't know what it was. It kind of looked like it was bread and, and yellow, like cheese. Oh. So I feel like it was grilled cheese that just pushed on and then hard. Anyway, so – Keep that in mind. That's near the my front door on the roof, and I just left it because I wasn't going to touch it. I'm just lazy. I'm just a lazy guy. 
And so about a week later, I'm driving around with this on, and my car starts to overheat, and smoke starts to come out, like smoke, out of the hood. And I'm thinking, oh, geez, i got to pull over somewhere, but where do you pull over? Well, I see this little gate station, so I pull over. The guy takes about, the guy's like, yeah, I'll look at it. He takes like 30 minutes, looks at it. He comes up to me really like um, he's putting all stuff in it. Um, he tells me, yeah, it's okay, but you're going to have to get like a few parts for it that I don't have. I'm like, all right. I was like, well, is it going to be okay for like a while? He's like, oh, yeah, it'll be fine for a while, but, you know, you just got to get it eventually. I'm like, how much do I owe you? And he's like, oh, however much you want. And I think, this is shady. And then I realize what's going on is I'm just paying this guy like on the side. This is at like a franchise place, like a like a chain place. Yeah, and absolutely. And he's basically taking whatever I want to give him. Um, so I feel put on the spot. I give him $10 for his work, which I think is way too much. Yeah, of course you do. You but would. he takes it. <laughs> um, for a half hour's labor. Yeah, yeah, you would think that that was too much. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and so I get back on the road, and I go for like literally five minutes, and it's overheating again. Yeah. I'm like, son of a bitch. I got overcharged $10. Yeah. That guy didn't do anything. Whatever he put in my car didn't help. Yeah. So I'm driving smokes flying out of my car. There's no place to pull over. Yeah. Okay. Grilled cheese is still on my hood. <laughs> that's important. Like some proud flag at this point. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not really that important, but just as a visual, there's still the grilled cheese is still on my car. Sure. Sure. But thank God I find a place and I pull over. Um, this little crummy little place in Brooklyn. Yeah. But it was all I could find. Anyways, I pull over. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm like, can you help me? It's these crazy um, Jamaican uh, people. Um, they're not crazy. I don't know why I said that. They're very yeah, I don't know yeah, why they Jamaican. say that either. Yeah. Um, they're, they're like uh, black Jamaican, you know. Yeah. African. Yeah. Uh, Jamaican. Well, and, uh, island, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, islanders. So I can't hardly understand them. <laughs> but, um Yeah. And I don't really understand their culture and why they're here and all that. And, stuff. and why would you buy? And why would you bother to learn any of that? Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and, and, you're, and, and you're the normal one with the grilled cheese in your on your car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I pull in with my little hot yeah. You're the normal one with yeah, the, the weak old grilled cheese as a flag. Right. Uh, I'm honestly with the grilled cheese on the car. Yeah. Um, it just occurred to me this isn't really much of a story. So let's just keep going. <laughs> So what happened was, yeah. Well, you got you got. You might as well tell us why. You know, I mean, why what? Why uh, does well, smoke come out of your car? Oh uh, well, I waited around for like two or three hours, and they finally told me what it was and got the right part. It was something with um. It wasn't just the antifreeze. It was um right. or coolant. It was um some sort of internal thermometer. I don't know. I'm not a mechanic. It was some little part. It wasn't very so expensive. It, it was great it for you though. Yeah, it was easy. It just I just had to wait for them to get the part. He knew right away what it was. Did you ask him to get the grilled cheese off the top of your I car? I didn't ask him. But here's what happens. When I uh, picked up the car, Yeah. Um, grilled cheese is gone. <laughs> <laughs> but I literally drove around. It, it was more than a week. It was probably a good two or three weeks I drove around with grilled God. cheese on my car. And I wasn't even going to touch it. And I thought, what nice Jamaican mechanics. They not only fixed my car, they took off the grilled cheese. They didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do that. That's true. I was a little embarrassed. I was thinking, what were they thinking? Yeah. You know, it's gross. Well, so how much did they charge? 
dollars. That's great. Yeah, it's great. Parts of labor. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, so, so hold on. So the 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 guy that you know you would consider just normal Brooklyner screwed you over. Yeah, and, whereas the people that you fear helped. Yeah, yeah out. the strangers in your midst are actually the honest brokers and all this. Yeah, yeah they were. They were very honest. It was this older guy. Yeah, it was great. It, yeah. it looked like a mom and pop kind of place. Um, yeah, there's a lesson there, and it's it's called it's, bigotry is bad, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and, well, and, yeah. and people will just let cheese, you know, be on your hood and not tell you or, yeah, for or weeks move on it. end. Yeah, yeah. so but uh, yeah, they're nice about it and. Uh, yeah, I got to know the guy's wife. She was nice. This older woman in the the waiting room. We watched yeah. um, all these like judge shows in the afternoon. You're like Judge you're, Judy. You're killing me right now with this. Oh man! All yeah. right. Well, so you're walking there, huh? All right. So thanks, Mike, for for telling us the grilled yeah. cheese and then then the the busted the busted minivan. Yeah. Which we all know. Sure. It's yeah. a minivan. All right. Well, thank you for that's another episode of uh, I'm walk I'm walking driving slash walking here. For the third, uh, the third installment here to our show, we're gonna do a little Ross on film. And uh, for those of you playing a dice game, this is just sort of a, a moment where Ross discusses a recent film he might have seen, and/or a recent event in the film industry. And this week, uh, I figured we just we just talk a little bit about roundtable style about the Academy Awards. What do you think, buddy? Oh yeah, sure. So I mean, you know, just open it up to. Uh, oh yeah. To, uh, to the people, uh, maybe you've seen them, maybe, maybe you haven't. Um, for those of you at home, if you want to write us, tell us what you thought was the best picture, uh, whether it won it or not. Uh, you can always contact us at mikemail at gmail.com or our old saver at awell.com. So uh, the Hurt Locker won best picture. It yeah. did. It did. Yeah. So, Mike, your, your thoughts on that? or I think that was a great show. Yeah? I, uh, yeah, I, I loved it. I saw that movie. I loved it. I thought... Uh, I was really worried it wasn't going to win because if it didn't right. win, I was. I think. So if like we're the three guys in the explosive, the demolition team, like which one are you? Man, oh, I'm probably whoever's the most scared. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah. Which yeah, is the true. other? Uh, you know who he is. Yeah, the third guy. The guy yeah. that's kind of scared to be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could not even be there. I wouldn't even be stepping foot in that town. I wouldn't I'm... step foot in Iraq. I'm just saying, you know, if you know, if I'm just saying, if you were, so you'd be the you'd be the scary one, Greg. Who do you, who would you go as? Um, you'd be the big black dude, I think. Yeah, yeah. probably the guard, the the guy with the. Yeah, gun. it's true. You're vigilant. You're vigilant. Yeah. yeah well, and I, I have no no uh, uh, hesitation to shoot. Just that, that's you know, true. That's true. Innocence or, or guilty, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, because you know, you're more robot than man. Right. So, right. so you you've <laughs> left you've left me to be the crazy the crazy one. Thanks. Right. Well, I think you would you would enjoy the psycholo- the psychological warfare going on between you and the bomb maker. I think, sure. you, I think yeah. you enjoy that little that, chess game. Yeah, a little mental chess explosion explosion game. So, uh, what 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 was your favorite movie that didn't win, uh, Mike? Uh, Just from the list there, the, the ten movies that were nominated. Uh, what was your favorite one on there? Uh, I don't remember them all. Well, uh, just what did it, I see? I'm trying to. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think. Oh, um, uh, Inglorious Bastards. I liked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The other ones. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of the other ones. I saw Avatar, but that to me was okay. Warning. Bad language. It was shit. It was yeah. a big pile of shit. <laughs> it was. It was okay. on par with. Just had to make that clear. Yeah. All right. I was. I, I, okay. It wasn't so much that it was shit, but I was just flabbergasted. It was nominated. 
yeah. for an Oscar. I mean, I thought, all right, it's a movie at best, but it's not. I don't know. All right, so you think? What do you, What do you think? You think the dig, the digital actors should get the same type of scruff as real actors on screen? I think no. Well, I think um, James Cameron spends. He he makes very like. <laughs> all right, it's pretty to watch, but. No, God. but I'm, I'm saying, I'm, you know, I'm saying, is, right. is you know, is it, is it, is can we, can we equivocate those two now equally? Can we say the digital actor has become as important to the film as the I real actor? I think it's becoming that way, but I don't know. See, it creates a lot of problems. How do you, how do you judge? Um, how do you like criticize or judge a a robot? Maybe you call it a robot or a digital performance, like the those blue Navi. They're played by real people, but they don't. Look Greg, anything like Greg them. could judge them easily. Well, his, no, his, but... <laughs> his cold heart would instantly. Yeah, that's why I was sent in to kill them all. But look, yeah. what uh, about you, Greg? Did you see? Did you see one out there that, that, that on the list there that you, you didn't you, that you liked but didn't make it up there to best picture? Uh, well, I haven't seen all the ten, of course. Yeah, of course, naturally. But I'm just talking, you know. Yeah, you know. Uh, no, I, I I too like the glorious bastards, but I I don't think it deserved a win necessarily. I just enjoyed it. Sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the um, the decision by Tarantino to no longer give in to that uh, you know caveat that all those old movies used to be you know that that the American actors could speak you know the native language so well that all they needed was a costume change. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, I, I really like the enjoyed dirty, the Dirty Dozen. Oh uh, yeah, where eagles yeah. dare, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he hit on the head that's you know by hiring you know native speakers of that of that language yeah uh and i i enjoyed i really enjoyed the just the acting of the german actors i thought it was awesome not to mention of course um you know christoph waltz you know he yeah got, sure the the austrian the austrian right um yeah so i liked uh for my for my two cents here i thought i thought district nine was a was a heck of a movie Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, I forgot that was nominated. And yeah. uh, I mean, I knew there was no chance that, that that was that was going to win, but that sort of has a. Uh, it's when I, you know, I walked into that movie thinking it was one thing and came out thinking quite the other. So mm-hmm. uh, it's it's quite the tricky movie uh, for those of you out there who haven't haven't seen it. I suggested at least watching it. It's not at all what it appears to be. Um, right. Uh, yeah. Um, so what do you, what do you think, uh, Greg? This spurs me on to another question here. Um, Aliens Invader. Right. Okay. Now, just you're, you're paranoid. Do you think that they're that they're they're imminently hostile? Oh, um, uh, well, look, uh, just the the amount of intelligence uh, that a species would have to have to develop the type of technology to get here. Sure, yeah. Um, that means you're gonna have to, you know, you're gonna have to keep your your aggressiveness for however long it takes to evolve that intelligence. Sure. It's, um, so probably aggressive then. What? Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss it up there with. Uh, uh, yes, I I, pres- I I'm I'm gonna presume they are, but I'm hoping that they've evolved. You know, a little bit of uh, empathy. All right, well, Mike, you should you wake up in, in Johannesburg and suddenly there's a giant uh, giant alien spacecraft mm-hmm. floating above. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you think uh, these are peaceful people, or do you think that they're 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 they're, they're here to take over the world? No, I, I always expect the worst. Um, so yeah, in everything in life. So, yeah, not only yeah, you're, you're rude to Jamaicans, but you're definitely rude to aliens. Yeah, you're definitely rude. Yeah, to to a yeah, yeah. So yeah. how do you think I'm going to treat a, an alien? Um, right. No, but I I would always expect the worst. I mean, yeah, 
they're um so like while everybody's celebrating on the lawn with the fireworks you you are you're you're like you're you're down in the basement like uh putting candles down in my like bomb cellar yeah exactly you're in my supplies putting black paint on you and getting you know oiling the the weapons right so um yeah i wouldn't trust him i mean think about it if humans got that powerful where we could go to other countries yeah. I mean, other planets, you think we're going to go there just to, like... That would be up. weird if we could go to other countries and attack them. No way. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't do that. that. Who that's that? never happened. Who, that is never... What? That's what? just something in history books. Yeah, that's, that's just something in, in the past, man. In we're fantasy past. books, you mean. Past. Obviously, every time two cultures came in contact with each other, it was peaceful and mutually beneficial. We sat Aries down uh, with the psychotherapist. Right. Uh, exactly. And they worked, they worked it all out. He's no longer angry. And, uh, no more war. Yeah. You know, I don't hear any. Uh, I don't hear any Indians complaining. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't hear well, any of them. Yeah, uh, well. that's what I like about you, Mike. Is your your compassion to other cultures and exactly. your constant strive to learn about them. I think is what I really admire. You're the single reason aliens have not arrived on this planet. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you are the great defender of the human species. Yeah, I'll not give you that. not by anything that you do, but just by your simple ignorance. That right. is an they, awesome idea for a movie. I think I would love to star in a movie where like I'm the one guy that that takes on the aliens, and everyone else thinks they're going to be our friends, and I'm like, no, they're going to kill us. You don't understand. That is the. Worst. And I end up fighting a whole. Yeah. Army of aliens and I win. What you just described to me is, <laughs> is <laughs> and I win. And it is it is beyond yeah. is on the, not only is it a terrible movie idea, Mike, but it, it sounds to me like some sort of delusional pathos. Yeah, like this has already happened in your mind. Yeah, like, like you've already <laughs> you've been sorry. daydreaming a little too long. The dream I had after I saw Independence Day for the first time, where like uh, okay, yeah. flying the airplane into the into the alien spacecraft. I'll talk about one of the best lines in sci-fi history where the president asks the alien, what do they want? And they just say, we want you to die. And that, like, yeah. that summed up that entire movie of just how brilliant it truly was. And yeah. how we were lucky yeah. to see uh, Bill Pullman's performance as the president. I think that if it taught me anything, it taught me that when we need a president, we need one who can fly a jet. Yes, Yes. Like when is the when is the last time that we had the president? You know, like Alexander the Great, right? He wasn't he wasn't in the back. No, he was. Yeah, you know, yeah, he was pack. a cavalryman, and you know, yeah. you know that he rode you know right there on the front lines. You know, when well, you is, remember you were there. Yeah, I'm one. I didn't not. I had no. I got bogged down a little bit uh, halfway in between in Damascus, but it's <laughs> not unimportant. Uh, I should have been there. Yes, but uh, you know, when is the last time? You know, now we hide them under like a giant bunker because you know they got all these decisions to make. But I want to see one come out, right? Flying a jet and taking it to well, him. Yeah. Well, then you, you know. get like someone like Castro, though. You know. Well, he never flew a jet. You I'm, a talking about, I'm talking well, about. Well, he's a military guy. Yeah, exactly. But you know, let's just say you know this part of this part of him is not well known. But when it comes up, you know, it's no longer he's not he's not passing it to to Jack Bauer or anybody. You know, he's like, you know what, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. Taking off my suit, you know, give give me a gun, I can handle this. Yeah. Now, yeah. could Jack Bauer take on an army of aliens? Do you think? Like, absolutely. Could he defend yeah. America against that? Like, he wouldn't care about the world necessarily, but America. Could he defend against aliens? This is your question is dumb because yeah, I, yeah, it's, absolutely, it's, not, it's a non-starter, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, like, if you tell Jack Bauer something like that, does he, like, question? Did you see the go, like, what, aliens? Or is he just like, I'm on it? And no, he's, he's, already, already, he's no. already got four contingency plans. Yeah, he, he goes, <laughs> I know. For aliens. Yeah. He's like, that's, you know, he's already got four different types of approaches that he could take. You know, ranging from uh, from the false uh, treaty, you mm-hmm. know, all the way into the ambush. Right. So he's, you know, he's, he's pretty prepared. He might snap your neck for telling him something he already knows, though, right? Like, might, look, uh, things happen. Yeah, right. yeah. A lot Jack of, Bauer happens. So, so that's it. I, I just thought we we could we could at least throw a little commentary in about the about uh, about what movies we, we thought were all right for the year, and I'm sure everybody will disagree with us, and that's kind of the whole point. Um, so that's uh, that's Ross on film. And we got some reader mail uh, last week uh, from Francis, all the way uh, from from Helsinki. Uh, mm-hmm. Francis, I believe, is is a, a, a somewhat yeah. equivalent of a longshoreman. Yeah, um, he spends he spends a, a good deal of his time um, uh, performing in a circus and uh, and running marathons. As a longshoreman, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, you know, he has to, you know, he he, he works several jobs uh, to, sure. make, to make ends meet. Uh, times are hard, so he, he sent in basically that apparently uh, on the Oscar night, someone was uh, was interviewing with the, the werewolf guy from from the Twilight series. Oh, now, yes. I've not seen any of the Twilight series. I've not read any of the books. I've gone on a rant before on how I think paranormal fiction is is a disaster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's just putting it mildly. But basically, the the this person who's interviewing him said that that you're the best werewolf ever. Oh, okay. And Francis said, "Wait a second. And he, and he brought it. He brought a good point to us. And that is, Jason Bateman or Michael J. Fox. Oh. Well, I mean, you know. I think I, I think Michael J. Fox is the greatest werewolf that ever walked. There's no question, Michael J. Fox. Any team. sort of competition, Michael J. Fox is always going to win in my eyes. I don't even care if you include Jack Nicholson from that shitty movie he did with the Oh, Spider. yeah, Wolf. I think yeah. it was just called Wolf. Yeah. Like, that's literally where, becomes a wolf. Yeah. That's where you run into the – that's where, like, you're sitting around the room, and it's like, what? Well, okay, what happens to this movie? Guy turns into the wolf. What should we call it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> What's uh, it about? Uh, <laughs> it's, what is it about? It's about a guy who turns into a wolf. What do we call it? I don't, I'm stunned. I don't, uh, uh, wolf. That sounds good. Well, and also the new movie Wolfman, uh, Benicio del Toro's uh, Wolfman too. Oh yeah, that's, right. yeah. that's true. That's true. That looks interesting. But so I, who was the person that told him he was the best werewolf ever? I mean, I it was just you know some I don't some one idiots. Of, one of these people from E Hollywood. Yeah, they rolled the red carpet and asked and asked the reporter. But I mean, yeah. Michael J. Fox. I think so. We're all in unison here that uh, a werewolf that can dunk. Yeah, exactly. Come on, and uh, and they can help you win state championship in basketball is the right. raddest werewolf ever. Yeah, I mean, and it's not just because he's in the past and like we're nostalgic. It's because right. look at this uh, Taylor guy. Apparently, he and I haven't seen the movie. Apparently, he takes his shirt off a lot. Sure, and you see his abs, and he's got it going on. Sure, I mean, it's, it actually it looks a lot like mine. I've heard, um, like right. six packs, you know, and sure, yeah. I'm just thinking. Once again, for the listener, we are in the realm of fantasy. But yes, go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Truly. Right, I'm going I'm to actually tell something true for once. I don't right. have a six pack, so <laughs> you have an eight pack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so what are you, what are you saying, Mike? Well, the problem is, so this is what women expect now, and from their werewolves. Right. Like it wasn't enough just to be hairy like me. Right. Now you have to have a six pack and be hairy like. Why, well, you Mike know, Jay Fox? 
he was just cool. Like he was just a he, cool guy. He was like a normal guy. Yeah, who he happened, happened to be a werewolf. werewolf. Yeah, and you wanted to kind of hang out with him when he was a werewolf. He wasn't like was the cool. jock who was a werewolf. Exactly. Exactly. So it's harder for like everyday guys to relate to. This is all geared towards like little tweens and like you know teenage girls. And you, but yes. Yeah. And well, no, I don't. And Mike, yes, but so what you're saying here is that this has set up some kind of expectation that that you, as a fake werewolf, due to your hair, it's doing, uh, it's doing you sort of a disservice. It's, it's doing to men what has been done to women the last thirty, forty, fifty years. Wow, it you're... makes us have to actually try to look beautiful. Yeah, well, I, I would try try the last uh, six thousand years. Yeah, what say, the yeah. heck are you talking about? That Good luck. Is, Good luck, Mike. Looking, looking, uh, looking beautiful. So, so Francis, there's your question. For, for, there's your answer for all of us. If you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to contact us through reader mail, you can always get us at rolsaver@al.com or mail at gmail dot com. Uh, you know, I, I was a vampire when you know, like in the 16th century, and things were very different. Um, it was not as cool as it should have been. And and I just feel bad about the whole experience. You were kind of slowing it as a vampire, weren't you? Yeah, well, you had to. You didn't have any. There wasn't, <laughs> uh, there wasn't like vampire clubs where you could meet other. Uh, That's true. You know, people with your own interests, and uh, there was no techno music back then either. No, so. there, well, yeah, exactly. You could, yeah, there wasn't. There, you know, uh, it was it was a real dark time, I think, and and, and that's why I, I gave it up. And sure, if I would have held on, uh, I would have had an HBO show. That yeah. sounds awesome. Though. Yeah. No, not, not, not that good. So uh, that was episode 21 of uh, the fourth time around. As always, I'm your co-host, Ross, uh, Ross Everett Olsaver. And uh, from the left uh, on the internet, uh, Mike Mayella. Right here. And what was that? <laughs> Nothing to say. What up? You <laughs> <laughs> do this thing. Uh, no, did you fall ending. asleep just in that just five seconds? We're in no, it. I'm here. Yeah. I'm wide awake. Yeah. Okay. All right. Gregory Clyde Wolf II. Sure. Yep. All right, well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, check us out next week. Uh, we should be back to, to hopefully weekly installments uh, before the end. Um, uh, definitely, definitely, definitely more recent than monthly installments. So, uh, so thank you for tuning in, and you have a nice week. I'd sure like to know why she'd go, but I can't get close to her at all. Though we kissed through the wild blazing that time. She said she would never forget But now morning is clear It's like I ain't here She acts like we never met Oh, we forgot to, to mention people Our uh, new clan I did, yeah I want to see if we get some going Next time Fortune what? Fortier clan Fortier Set against how to, how to go Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Yeah, we, oh, I guess it's still recording. I, I don't know. We killed him with our boredom. Probably. Bitch. I know. I thought that show was all right. What the hell's the problem with you? Yeah. No, it's fine. I didn't say anything. Yeah. No, it was fine. We're rich. No, I'm sorry. From darkness, dreams are deserted. Am I still dreaming yet? I wish she'd unlock. Her voice once and talks that acting like we never met.
It's still recording. Well, I kind of have uh, stuff I got to get to. It's getting kind of late here. Don't lie to me right now, Mike. I'm not lying. I got class tomorrow. Mike, you're just going to go lay in the bed and look at the ceiling and It's weep. really not true. I'm not saying I do a lot, but I do do something. You guy, you're getting so defensive about it. Well, I just... What? I'm not picking this up. All right. Go, go do your thing. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry. I'm drunk, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I love you. God damn it. I love you. Wait. No. I, I, fell into a, I fell into a door, right? That's, <laughs> that's right. I just love him, though. That's how it happened. Yeah. So you want to say, but we're going to get fucked up. Uh, we're not. Or not really. Yeah. I just say that every night. But it's yeah. She just acts like we never have met. If I didn't have to guess, I'd gladly confess to anything I might have tried. If I was with her too long or I've done something wrong, I'd wish she'd tell me what it is I'll run and hide. Though the light ran swirling and whirling, I remember her whispering, yet, but Evidently she don't, evidently she won't She just acts like we never have met I'm leaving today, I'll be on my way Of this I can't say very much but if you want me to, I can be just like you And pretend that we never have touched And if anybody asks me Is it easy to forget? I say it's easily done You just pick anyone And pretend that you never have met <laughs> 